What happens when two best friends find something new to fangirl about in the midst of a global pandemic? They start a podcast. Welcome to BTS Sesh. From awards to biases to comebacks, Allison and Rachel want to talk about all things BTS with you. Hello, and welcome back to BTS Sesh. I'm Rachel. And I'm Allison. And we have been gone for so long and have missed so many things. (laughs) (laughs) But we're back. We're back. We're back. And I am officially a graduate again. Thank you. Thank you for that round of applause. I appreciate it. Um, I managed to finish my program with some of my sanity intact, which of course will immediately disappear upon discussing all of the stuff that's happened. Um, cause, wow, the last time we recorded was, I think, when, like, right before, oh, I think it was right before Jack in the Box dropped. Was, was it before? I think it was the week before Jack in the Box dropped. It's been so long, you guys. Or, like, the, the same week that Jack in the right, Box right, dropped. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, the, a couple days before. Guys, we have so much to talk about. <laughs> this is going to be, like, what it's going to be. We're going to try and cover so much stuff, and at the end, it'll be like, and that's what you missed on Glee. Like, that's going to be one of those, like, really, really fast intros. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, well, let's let's just, like, list some of the things that happened. Okay. Um, Suga performed that that was Psy. Oh my god, yes, at a festival, and I lost my mind. Everyone did. Everyone did. Him in those jeans. He, okay. He's a menace to society. He really is. Like, that. his outfit was very reminiscent of the outfit that he wore to the airport yeah. before they went to the White House. Yeah, that, that destroyed me, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just really love that they kept it a secret. Like, nobody knew he was going to be showing up, and... When he appeared on stage, like, everybody lost their minds. Yes, everyone freaked out. It was beautiful. It was so good. Um, And getting to see him perform that song live with Psy was really fun. And getting to see him do the choreo, like, it was, yeah, it was, it was really fun. I've watched that multiple times. It helped get me through. (laughs) One of the things. One of the things that helped get me through the last, uh, (laughs) last few weeks of school we also had um, In the Soup Friendcation start airing. Yes, with V and the Wooga Squad. Yes, which we, of course, have not been able to watch yet. Yes. It's not available in our area. Wah, wah. And Disney Plus is apparently smarter than my VPN and <laughs> and me. So <laughs> One day. One day we will watch it and review it. Um, oh, my gosh. What else? Uh we found out that Beavis and Butthead are army. What? <laughs> oh my god, you have to give me the, so the full context. So apparently, well, I mean, I don't know, I just read a little thing. I think it was Beavis, actually, Yeah, is army. So Beavis and Butthead got rebooted. Yeah. Um, so there's, like, a new, like, series of it happening, and mm-hmm. apparently in the first, not the first, I don't know, in one of the episodes... Beavis was revealed to be ARMY. That makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. This is going to be hilarious because you know all the, all the, like, 
young boys who watch Beavis and Butthead. Well, I'm just thinking about all of the Gen X guys yes. who grew up with Beavis yes. and Butthead watching the reboot and being like, what is this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when did you become ARMY? Oh, it was when I was watching Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead ARMY. Yes. <laughs> It's going to be a real thing, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Um, we also had news of Jen's new job. Yes, Jen got a job. Because <laughs> he, he needed it. You yeah, know? Like, I mean, he needed another source of income. I mean, obviously. they're on a break, so obviously, like, he needs some money. So he was like, I have to go to Maplewood. Maybe he's, like, working Maybe off Maple a Maple Story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maplewood Maple. is a restaurant. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, he went to Maple Story. Yeah. Maybe he's like working off a debt. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took so much of his money. Yes. They're like, you need to work here for at least like three weeks. Yes. It looks really cute though because they they've been releasing like little trailers and I guess yeah. they're they're like two episodes two or three episodes that um are gonna air about his time there. I just really like the there's like one clip where he's like, I will quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like that's that's a full on mood, Jen. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like that's me every time I, I go to work. Yeah, literally. Like anytime, I'm, especially anytime I'm inconvenienced at work, mm-hmm, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I quit. The I minute quit. one of my attorneys gets a little too sensitive, I'm just like, I'm out of here, you guys. So yeah, Jen is a full mood. Uh huh, a hundred percent. So we have we have that to look forward to and to continue. Um. JK gave us a mysterious vampire tweet. <laughs> that has been so chaotic. That, okay. Should we even talk about all the whoops? Yes! <laughs> bring it up. We have to bring it up. Because um, ARMY be crazy. Um, we love you, ARMY, but you be crazy. And so my understanding... And, like, what happened or how it started was, I think Jimin posted on the Twitter. Like, Jimin made a post on the Twitter. And okay. then people started responding with all of these, like, werewolf memes. Where did that even come from? I have no okay. idea. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I was not, I apparently was not, it was, like, the one hour I was not on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that ARMY decided... Wolves are the thing now. Apparently, BTS is the alpha and we're all the omegas or something like that. That's terrifying. Yes, I know. I don't even know what that means. I know what the alpha is, but that's just because of Teen Wolf. I I have encountered just enough fan fiction to be very concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, no. But, like, people were posting... I saw some of this, like, where people had, like, taken screenshots of replies to which whatever tweet it was that went out. It was before JK's tweet. And um, there was, like, this, like, weird art that was, like, all about, like, Alpha and Omega and, like, I don't know. It was just, it was very weird. And so people were, like, is JK coming in to, like, set the record straight? <laughs> He's like, putting a stop to this. He's <laughs> saying vampires only. Yes. <laughs> I love, I saw um, someone did a, like, a compilation of the baseball scene from Twilight. Yes, with that was so good. With the with baseball the scene the from In the Soup. And I'm like, these match up too well. <laughs> Even the way that they're, like, throw, that yes. t- they throw the bat. I was like, were they, did they watch Twilight? Is that what the, was, they, was this actually a Twilight reference all along? 
did we miss that? Like, <laughs> since I've never seen the Twilight movies, Same. I've only encountered it through like pop culture and now BTS. Yes. <laughs> Yes, exact same. It's so like, yeah, now I'm very curious. I'm like, just how much of what they do yeah. is Twilight inspired? But yes, um, JK dropped that picture and we all we were all like, what is happening? Why is he a vampire? Why does he look like the vampire Lestat? <laughs> like... <laughs> and apparently it's because of his new project. Yeah, I guess we're getting... Um, pictorials okay of each member so the way that i understand it and please correct me if i'm wrong um jk is was basically like in charge of producing a series of photo shoots with each member okay so choosing the wardrobe the like set design the vibe like he was very much the like creative director of it all and so we're going to get a series of, like, pictorials or, like, just, like, okay. narratives via photograph, photographs forms or whatever. Like, a narrative of photographs from JK for each member. So I'm... I, They're starting with JK. It's dropping on his birthday, which is yes, precious. I know. But I feel like... But I think there's one for each member. And okay. I think JK is, like, the creative mind behind all. He was behind in charge of it. Yeah. Like, this was his his baby. And it's from a while ago, because his picture had his eyebrow piercings still. Yes. I miss that thing. I... Uh, I just can't with that boy. <laughs> like, this, it's just too much, guys. Like, all this stuff keeps dropping. We've not had a break since Festa, even though they were like, we're going on a break. We, we have not had a break the since Festa. The thing is, they said that they were going on a break. They didn't say anything about ARMY. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It's just like now we have seven times the amount of content to go yes. through. And the last month in particular has been intense for a variety of reasons. Um, not the least of which has been, of course, school for me. But like, there's just been so much. There's been a, so much content. I don't even know what to do with it. Yeah, because I feel like the last time we talked... Um, it wasn't very long after uh, Left and Right dropped, yes. and it wasn't long after More dropped. Right. Um, so we were waiting for the release of Jack in the Box and for Lollapalooza. It feels like it's been 100 years. It really does. Like, so much has happened. Do we want to, like, jump into Jack in the Box We first? should jump into Jack in the Box the same way J-Hope jumped out of Jack in the Box. Oh! That is perfection! Uh, So Jack in the Box. Hobie Palooza for real. Like, okay. Let's start with the listening party. Okay. That he threw. Because that was really, like, our... We started... We didn't, of course, we hadn't heard any of the album yet, but we were starting to get pictures from this listening party that right. J-Hope coordinated at HYBE. Um, on the 19th floor. The yes. 19th floor on HYBE just is an all-purpose room. It really is. It's perfect. <laughs> it's like one one minute we're going to have a 
an album release listening party, and then like a couple days later, we're gonna do a press conference yeah. about <laughs> the <Google laughs> Expo. Like, it's gonna be great. Um, but we were starting to get like pictures from mm-hmm. the listening party in the lead up to to the release of Jack in the Box, and like the party first of all looked like it was amazing. Yes. It looks so fun. There were so many people there. All of the members, except Sugar, were able to make it because Sugar was sick. Mm. Poor Sugar. But he was, like, so supportive regardless. Yeah. Like He had his outfit picked out and everything. I know. And he was so <laughs> excited. Like, it was so great to see how supportive and how proud the members were of J-Hope. And just, like, it was just lovely to see their, like, family dynamic yeah. in this new context. And you could tell, like, J-Hope was so nervous. Oh, yeah. Like, all of the behind-the-scenes things that have dropped since have, like... I mean, he was genuinely... He's just been a nervous boy. Yeah. And, I mean, I totally get it. Like, yeah. this is his this is his baby. Jack mm-hmm. in the Box has been his baby since at least 2020. And, like, he's the first one to venture out on his own. And so he's mm-hmm. got a lot of pressure on him. And... I can't remember if it was in a live or in another one of like the behind the scenes um, type videos that they released, but he talked about how he was like, I was afraid. Like I like what if I went out on stage and didn't do a great job? Yeah. Like what if I failed? What how would that reflect not only on me but on BTS? Because I'm a member of BTS yeah. first and foremost. And it's like honey. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like you could never like disappoint us. Like this is that is like like that was so far away like the possibility of that was so far away in my mind like that's yeah that's like a alternate universe like six different alternate universes yes a thousand percent (laughs) because like oh my gosh um everything that j-hope did for jack in the box is insane like you could tell that he played such a key role in every single aspect of its Mm -hmm. like production and its promotion like everything was so well thought out and so strategic yeah um and this is why i will say until the day i die that j-hope is beyonce (laughs) um because like he is the beyonce because like he's the beyonce of bts basically (laughs) because like okay Beyonce is, I know I've talked about this before, guys, but, like, I, Beyonce is one of the only artists I've seen successfully pull off a visual, conceptual album, mm-hmm. you know? And I really do feel that J-Hope could do that, especially after Jack in the Box. Yeah. Because, like, narr- like narratively, it is so, so well put together. It's, like, such a, whole, like, holistic album, and you really do have to listen to it in order Mm -hmm. to understand it um and the story that he's he's telling about himself and about his journey and it's like it's just so so smart Mm -hmm. he's just so he's a genius j-hope is a genius yes but like do you have a favorite song on jack in the box or songs probably equal sign is probably my favorite can you believe that that almost didn't make the cut? I honestly, I can believe because like always like my favorite things are always almost not there. <laughs> yes. Like, like my favorite things are always kind of fringe. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. just. I think it has a really great message, and I loved it a lot. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say mine is probably "Safety Zone." Safety Zone is really, too, really good too. It's just, oh god, I love. It truly feels like there's so many callbacks, and he even samples, um, samples works by, by rappers from like the '90s, especially who are yeah. really big in the '90s. Like it just feel it has that like old school 90s hip hop feel to it and it's just so good yeah like the, the album in general like I'm like oh my god like this is so it's so nostalgic but it's also like new and fresh and exciting and it's like you can just tell that that J-Hope has done his research yeah like he has an appreciation for the art that's the thing is that's the thing about J-Hope is he just knows like he has learned he's educated himself on everything mm-hmm. to do with his craft. And it's amazing. Yeah. And he's constantly working to hone it and perfect it. And it's just really admirable what he's been able to achieve thus far at his age mm-hmm. and at this level. Because, like, not only is he now a member of the biggest group in the world, but he's also a successful solo artist. Yeah. Who debuted as a solo artist headlining Lollapalooza. The the first Korean mm-hmm. act. Well, no. So the first Korean act to headline at Lollapalooza. Not the first Korean act to ever perform because that goes to TXT. And they That's had, true. They had an amazing performance. And, you know, not to turn this into a TXT podcast. They did so good. They did. I was so proud of them. Like, I tuned in as well, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so enamored with them right now. And I loved it, too, because both um, – so Bang PD was, like, in the audience yes. for TXT, and uh, Jimin and J-Hope were, we're, uh, were backstage watching yes. them. And it was just, like, so precious to see, like, the little big hit music family. Yes, they're all, all like, so supportive of each other, and it's just – it's I love seeing – TXT truly be BTS's baby brothers mm-hmm. like <laughs> yes yes yeah so anyway after you watch Hobie Palooza watch uh TXT's performance too it's a great time it really is like it's so it they they were so much fun to watch and they are also insanely talented yes like their set was was maybe the most choreography heavy set of any other group and they still managed to sound like flawless yeah so flawless <laughs> that people were like they were totally limping. and it's limping. like no they were like you can hear them breathing on the mic yeah but it's like sorry they're just good at what they do yeah like, <laughs> sorry your face can't really right? <laughs> it's just oh my gosh i don't know it's just that like big hit music pedigree man truly like, whew. We've got we've got some insanely talented groups and yes. members just in general, but yeah, um, so stinking cute. <laughs> They're precious babies. They I love really them. are precious babies, and they've got some really nice like arm muscles. I know, guys. Rachel did the whole th- the whole who's that one? Yes, I started. <laughs> I started down the rabbit hole of wanting to know their names. She's trying to learn their names. So. <laughs> yes, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um. But yeah, I and it was like I feel like it was just like a great little prelude mm-hmm. to Hobie Palooza because, whew. that was something else. And like, 
in the lead up to Hobie Palooza, like there were a number of articles that dropped. Yeah. Um, another like just a number of interviews that dropped, and in all of them, J Hope was talking about how like he didn't want his performance to just be um, for Army. Like, of course, Army was going to be there. Yeah. But, like he really wanted to kind of test his ability and like his merit as an artist in front of a crowd that wasn't necessarily made up of just armies, you know? Yeah. And that was really, really clear. And I think he absolutely achieved all of his goals mm-hmm. at Hobie Palooza. And it's so funny because, like, all of the album reviews that came out were, like, so, so favorable. Yeah. Like, every all of the reviews were glowing in the lead up. And so I feel like there's a lot of hype around him. Yeah. And they really did like all of the or- the organizers, the mayor of Chicago, they used him yeah. to hype everybody up like the, the whole time. <laughs> the mayor of Chicago did the the arson dance challenge mm-hmm. on TikTok and then she came in and like introduced J-Hope. Like. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> they were calling it Hobie Palooza. Yeah, like, one of the organizers called <laughs> Yes, like one of the founders, like the founders and organizers of Lollapalooza was like, hey, it's Hobie Palooza now. Yeah. Like, insane. Um, yeah, so let's, let's talk about Hobie Palooza. We have to. Because like, well... First off, we mentioned that Jimin was there. Yes, he flew in. He made a special trip just I know, for just J-Hope. So that's very precious of him. Their friendship is so sweet. I know. Like, you can tell that they genu- like they love each other so much, and they've got they've got each other's backs always. Yeah. And, and J-Hope didn't know that Jimin was coming. I know, it was a surprise. And then he was, like, he was talking about how he was, like, so stressed out mm-hmm. about the performance. And then the moment he saw Jimin, like, all of that went away. Like... And it just speaks to their bond, like yes. their family bond. Like they, they are always going to be BTS because BTS is a family, and mm-hmm. they, like they, when they're not together, they miss each other. Yes. Like they're constantly talking either with each other or, or about each other. Yep. Like it's just a really beautiful friendship to see, mm-hmm. and I love to like. There's so much speculation, and the hours leading up to his performance on Sunday, like they heard, like there was some people who heard him doing a sound check and yes. there was like rumors that Jimin was going to be performing yes um with him cuz i think there was a like dynamite was part of the sound check and yeah. maybe like um they heard chicken noodle soup and Jimin was doing like part of Becky G's stuff like there was all of this like all of these rumors that Jimin was going yes. to be performing but no Jimin was just there to chill she was just, yes and honestly i love that like i would have loved if he performed too but I just, I love that he was just there 100% to support J-Hope. Yes. He was like, like, I'm here. I'm here to do whatever you need. Like, he went to all of the interviews with I him. Know. Like, literally everything. He was just there. Like, he was present as moral support for. It. And it's so sweet. It, yes. It's like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> I just, I just love their friendship so much. Mm. I, some of my favorite videos from Hobie Palooza are actually ones, like, from the audience that are also capturing what's going on with yes. Jimin up at the top. Because, like, Jimin was having the time of his he, life. Yes. He was he was doing the ego 
uh, choreo. He was doing Becky G's part in Chicken Noodle Soup yes. all in the rafters. Like, it was amazing. And there were so many times when J-Hope, like, looked up towards Jimin and yeah. was just, like, acknowledging him there. And it was it was great. It was just, it was so nice to see um, all of that come together. And, like, Suga, he was posting on yes. Instagram about, like, how he was watching it. Apparently, V was, like, the most excited. Yes. <laughs> he was, like, <laughs> J-Hope was, like, I got so many messages <laughs> from V. Like, it's not even funny. <laughs> like, like, they were just all so genuinely hyped for him. Yes. And I love going back to the album release really quick. Like... I love that RM was the first person that J-Hope played the entire album yes. for to get feedback. And RM was like, equal sign as you. Like, yeah. equal sign as your song. Um, but then I also love that he tried to play it for Sugar, and Sugar's like, no, 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 no. I want to listen when everybody else listens. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, he legitimately listened as soon as it dropped. He listened to the whole album and then immediately texted him. I love that. And I'm just like, ugh, these boys, I can't. Like, There's support for each other. Like, it's been, it's been wild to see it all. Um, yeah. To see how much they support each other individually in their projects. Yeah. It's so good. Like, they... They just want everyone in the group to succeed in mm -hmm. every single possible way. Yeah. It's so supportive. It just makes me really happy because I think it just speaks to their their relationship and um, what makes them so special. Mm -hmm. is, I mean, they, they genuinely love each other and um, want to see each other do well. And so it's like, yeah, it's... This era is going to just be so crazy because we, oh, we yeah. have seven men who are equally talented. I mean, talented may be in different, may, their strengths might be different, but they are equally talented. Yes. And we're, we're getting like the full versions of it, like seven, seven like high beams yep. <laughs> like, yep. being shown in our eyes right now. Like, and we have to just, figure out how to deal with it yeah it's i saw someone on twitter was just like i didn't realize how big the number seven was <laughs> <laughs> until bts individualized basically like yeah when they're like oh hey we're gonna kind of do our own thing while also yeah. doing like group stuff but like it's it's, it's seven times the content yeah and it, it's constant yeah that's why BTS never said ARMY was on a break. No. No. <laughs> we are busier than ever. Yes. Um, but uh, Hobie Palooza was incredible. It was such an experience. Like, I noticed this with Permission to Dance, um, the difference between, like, the performances that were just streamed and then the performance that was streamed and in front of a live con mm -hmm. in front of a live audience mm -hmm. and the the energy is palpable like yeah. it's such a different but like Hobie Palooza was on a different level like it was I know when I watched it I was hyped the entire time like I didn't go to bed till like 12 30 yeah I had to wake up five hours later yeah. <laughs> like, because I just could not, I could not sleep. I was so hyped. Yeah, same. Like it, 
And the thing was, like, he kept his energy consistent throughout the entire performance. You, and he was on stage. They gave him 10 extra minutes. Yeah. And there was there were no lulls in the performance. Like, there were – it was just – it was a consistent um, – like outpouring of energy and excitement mm-hmm. and like the exchange with the audience was incredible. The audiences okay, kudos to everybody who attended. Yes. Because y'all did us proud. Like, oh my God. One festivals like especially like festivals are not my thing. I will I mean never say never, but I will never go <laughs> right to a music festival. Like but so kudos to everyone who braved that mm-hmm. and then just the amount of love and energy and like oh that they gave back yeah it was it was like it made me emotional just yeah. watching it because we watched via hulu and like even not being there physically just like witnessing it mm-hmm. it was like this is this is groundbreaking like yeah. i i am genuinely emotional because this is one of the like the coolest things I've ever had the privilege of like watching. There is just something like so wonderful and beautiful of just seeing a sea of army bombs lit up. Oh my god. Like it was like one of those things I was like I wonder if you can see this from space. Yes! (laughs) I bet we could! Oh my god. Yes. Like that was really like the, the opening moment where the camera panned out over the crowd and mm-hmm. you saw the sea of army bombs and people just like chanting J-Hope. Yes. And it was like, oh my God, like this is, this is happening. And this is like, this is the energy that they're already bringing. And it didn't falter like no. throughout the whole, the whole thing. Like people were singing the songs word for word. Yes. And you could hear them on the broadcast. Like it was, they were loud. They were clear. Mm-hmm. Like it was insane. It was insane. It was, the only the only time that they maybe stumbled a bit was when he asked them to clap. But that listen, is like part and parcel. It is not a BTS concert if Army is not clapping off beat right? <laughs> or failing to do the wave. Exactly. <laughs> like we have staple. Yes. Yes. And those are two of them. <laughs> we have to struggle with the claps and with. With the with the army bomb wave, like, yeah, but um, the set list. The set list was amazing. What do we want to talk about first? Like, so the fact that I'll just jump right into jump, it. Go. The fact that Jack in the Box and Hope World are so different they but they have such different vibes Mm -hmm. the fact that he was able to like just meld them like to go into a jack and box song to a hope world song to like anything like it just it all melded so well together Mm -hmm. and it was just beautiful well i like to think i feel like hope world and jack in the box are two sides of the same coin yeah like like jack in the box feels almost like um the underside of of Hope World. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you were to to put on one of those, like, negative filters on Hope World, where it, like, changed the... Yeah, 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 yeah. The light or whatever. Like, I feel like that's what Jack in the Box is, where they're... What makes J-Hope J-Hope is... 
that's what pulls both of them together. Like, yeah. that's the narrative thread that ties Hope World and Jack in the Box together. But in terms of, like, musicality and style, like, there, there's just enough similarities that they meld, but there are enough differences that you're like, wow, these are two distinct yeah. periods in this, this artist's, like, creative process. I mean, the best thing for me for Jack in the Box is how much, like, rock there is. Yes. I mean, I love rap. I do. And I, I like, I love there's not really any kind of music I don't like besides mm-hmm. jazz. <laughs> Keep that in mind, V. Yeah. Um, so, but it was, there was just so, so much of a rock element to it. Mm-hmm. Like, he was headbanging and it was beautiful. And there was a live band. Let's, we have to call out to yes. the live band. The live band was incredible. Great choice. Yes. There's, yeah. A live band is always a good choice, in my opinion. They were fantastic. It, they, it worked so well mm-hmm. together. Um, yeah. And, of course, J-Hope, like, I don't think he had much of a backtrack, right? Like, no. He was, like... I feel like, like, the parts where he actually sang, I don't think he actually had a backtrack for those. It was crazy. And like I said, he kept his, his energy consistent throughout. That man like, was not breathing heavy for a minute, even when he was like, man, I'm tired. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm dying. exhausted. <laughs> and I'm like, but you're not even breathing hard. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. Oh, Rachel, why didn't we talk from the very beginning, the very beginning, when J-Hope introduced himself? Oh, because go, go. it kill I died i yeah so after it was after more right so he did i think like one maybe one or two songs okay after he he literally jumped out of the box beautiful the best the best entrance that could ever happen truly like it was it was genius again like he he is so smart in the way that he approaches Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, just the whole setup of, and, and the set list, like, he's just very meticulous, and I love it. Um, yeah, but, like, he jumps out of the, on the toaster lift, <laughs> like, comes out of the toaster, um, and then I feel like he performed more, and he did Cypher, Cypher 1. I can't even talk about it, because, like, he did his verse in Cypher 1. He was like, this is for the OG army. That's and I was right. like, that was when I, li- that was the first time I lost my mind during Hobie Palooza yeah. was when he brought out the Cypher. But what you were going to say. But where I lost my mind the first time was when J-Hope introduced himself as J-Hope from BTS. But you can call him J. I was like, oh, snap. I, that did something to me. <laughs> I can't explain but it did something to me. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, was extremely sexy of him. Yes, like, I can't yeah. get over it. Plus, like his whole like he looked so good. Oh my gosh, his the, hair was amazing. The long like permed hair, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the like minimal makeup, the outfit. Like his I was like. <sighs> he looks so good. And then he's like, "You can call me Jay," and I'm like. I'll call you some other things too. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the the Janet Jackson song. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Call me Jay if you're nasty. 
So, yeah. <laughs> okay, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that... Yeah. That was when I first lost my mind. Yeah. Um, multiple... I, I did also lose my mind multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Um, loved all the cursing throughout. Loved that. You know I love a good curse. Like, listen. He, call, he called us effing crazy. He called us effing crazy. Listen, Rachel, you're going to have to bleep this out. But he did then make some motherfucking noise. He did. And I... Guys, that's one of my favorite curse words in, like, the entire world. Like, it's such a good one. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he did it. Oh, I know. I love this for you, J-Hope. It was so sweet. In this weird way. I was like, oh, he's so cute. Listen, well, I love... With your potty mouth. Yeah, I love cursing in general. So, yeah. so anytime he curses, anytime any of the boys curse, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, what I love is that I feel like a lot of people forget sometimes that he apparently has, like, the most... He is a potty mouth. Yeah, like, he curses the most in their private life, and, like... And if you watched In the Soup too, you would know Yes! <laughs> Jimin specifically took him to, <laughs> to a haunt, potentially haunted house for that purpose. Yep. Um... <laughs> just to illustrate how much of a potty mouth he is. But yeah, like, uh, I don't know. His energy was just off the charts. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, like, I don't have the whole set list memorized. No. I mean, I just have, I just have, like, staples. Moments. Yeah. Yeah, like, moments. Um, Highlights, yeah. if you will. And, like, definitely his entrance um, was a highlight. I loved, okay, I do want to talk about how he's, started the concert with the question more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then ended it with the declaration of more yeah like I thought that that was just like such a great way to like tie everything together like yeah. again it was just like one of those narrative tools that he used but like having it having the question more at the beginning and then using the intro the Pandora's box intro mm-hmm. to introduce himself was just like that He's was, a it was another level um and then, of course, you had more. I think I think the moment where, for me, it became, like, like the energy ramped up from, like, one to, a, like, a thousand mm-hmm. was when he transitioned from Cypher into um, Hunk Sang. Oh, yeah. That's such a good song in general. But the audience. The audience. Listen, the audience was amazing. Guys, Hobie Palooza Army, like, you guys rocked it. Did so well. Like, it made me so proud to be Army to see you guys there. Yeah, like, literally every word. Every word. Every word. Like, he he probably, like, he did not even have to sing half of that. Um, But, like, insane. Yeah. Watching it. And then I just really love all of the like the memes that came out later when he went to do like the one verse in that song and he like put his hands on his hips like Nicki Minaj. Yeah. And people were like, oh no, he's in his Nicki stance. Like it's <laughs> you going know. off. Yep. <laughs> like, things are about to get crazy. Yep. Like and it, they did. And it did. <laughs> yes. Um, oh my god. Okay. What are some other ones in like the first half that you really like? <sighs> the first half. The thing is like I truly did love the first half mm-hmm. um the second half was is just like ugh, such a bright spot for me um did he do daydream in the first half no he okay. did that in the second half i'm pretty See, sure and that's my favorite <laughs> <laughs> j-hope solo song like 
only favorite song <laughs> in the second half. Well, like, okay. Well, before we get into the second yes, half, yes, yes. I have Continue to talk about to talk. yes, the the thing that you can put on my death certificate as my cause of death is the transition from blue side into safety zone. Yes, that was an equal sign because it was it was like equal sign and blue side and safety zone like all of those happened kind of like in the same general moment yeah and it was flawless for me like the fact that he used blue side almost as a moment to catch his breath yeah um and then also shift shift the tone a little bit Mm -hmm. i would say um was just it, it was beautiful the way that that was 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 navigated yeah for a dancer it was really amazing to me how he kept that same energy when he wasn't moving yeah because he definitely like definitely with equal sign he just kind of stood at the mic yeah um but his energy level was the same as if he was like dancing on Mm -hmm. stage it was like that was very interesting yeah like he especially to like safety zone he was he was sitting down through pretty much all of that performance if I remember correctly and like he was it was captivating Mm -hmm. still like you could not help but watch him and feel the like emotions that he was trying to portray like I mean he was just he talks about like in the beginning when he was introducing himself and he's like I see you, Army, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my fans are here. Hello, Army. But he's like, also, some of you may not know me, um, and that's okay. Like, I hope you enjoy yourself. I pour my heart and my soul into my music, and this is this is you getting to know me, basically. Yeah. Like, this is the best way to get, to get to know me. And I feel like, I feel like that that passion was so palpable in every single one of his every single one of the songs mm-hmm. that you couldn't help re- but remain engaged regardless of what he was doing. Yeah. I mean, from like some of the reactions I've seen like on Reddit and Twitter, mm-hmm. like the locals who have like never heard of J-Hope or like had heard of BTS but didn't know what J-Hope was about, like they were shook it. They yes, <laughs> they were so impressed by him my fa- my favorite one was the metalhead who was yes. like yes <laughs> the, he is one of our people now <laughs> yes well what's crazy to me is j-hope was performing at the same time as green day yeah i know and i keep forgetting that <laughs> yeah like we haven't heard anything about green day did anyone go see <laughs> green day <laughs> I like I know I saw one person who was like, yeah, I can't, like I went to I started out at Green Day and they were just kind of doing their own thing, like their typical yeah. Green Day thing. And he was like, so I started wandering over to J-Hope and it was like, what is happening over here? Yeah. Like, See, that's the thing. Like Green Day is so I love Green Day, you guys, but they're yes. pretty mainstream. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't know a Green Day song. Very true. So I think a lot of the curiosity was also like who's this j-hope person mm-hmm. like people have heard bts but maybe the only experience they've had with bts has been dynamite or butter maybe or butter like yeah. so and he's he's just bringing something something new <laughs> yep and i think it's important to mention like festivals are very different from concerts oh, because yeah. like festivals are really designed there are multiple stages so they're designed for people to kind of hop from one yeah. stage to the next to not only see artists that they like, but artists that they could potentially like or yeah. discover. Um, so that they're very different in that 
in that way. Like you, <laughs> there was some, um, I don't know if drama is the right word, but there was like some, some conversations happening <laughs> about like people who camped out at the barricades. Yeah. There's like a lot, like there's some etiquette that there's best, like festival specific etiquette. Yes. I would say. I mean, I feel like army did a little better job than Moa did. Yeah. In that aspect. Because, like, Army was getting up on stage with one of them. Oh, with Erica <laughs> yes. Banks, yes. So. Army was there, like, Army, Army, who who got barricade um, early in the day for, for Hobie Palooza, like, they were still hyping up the other artists. Yes. Um, and weren't detracting, I think, from their performances at all. Like, they were, they were part of the. Yeah. The audience for all of them. Yeah. Um, and that was where it was kind of like, yeah, that was, that was a little nervous about that, honestly, especially after seeing what happened like the day before with TXT, because I think a lot of people went into, into that with some expectations about what their, their experience was going to look like. Yeah. And it was like, well, that's not actually how a festival (laughs) works. That's not how festivals are. Uh, like you don't have to get there at five a.m. to line up. Absolutely because, like, not. They there's they, an <laughs> ebb and flow. Like, Lollapalooza specifically was like, don't get here before ten. And yet we still did. We still uh, did. I mean, that old habits die hard. True. Very true. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're like at festivals. There's an ebb and flow, so you're gonna have people who come into a space and then they're gonna leave a space yeah. to go to another space. You know. But it seemed like for J-Hope, there was, of course, a lot of ARMY there. But there seemed to be just as many other people who were just curious to see what he was going to bring. And his set was so diverse in terms of its, like, style and its inspirations. And, like, there's something for everybody. Yeah. Honestly. And I love that we had, like, that moment in the middle where we had the music box. Yeah. Like interlude playing where he, while he was changing and that moment like helped to to reset the tone mm-hmm. of the entire concert because when he pops back out of the jack in the box yep. he's now out of the black outfit into an all white outfit. Yep. And and he's performing dynamite. Yes. <laughs> The tropical mix. <laughs> the tropical remix. Like, what in the world? And the, okay, we have to talk about the flex. The flex. And performing a song with not, like, barely even singing any of the lyrics. And just, like, it, knowing that the audience is going to perform it yeah. for you, basically. Like, like, well, let's talk about the general flex of him using the biggest song BTS has done as a dance break for yes him. oh my god he yes. used it to show off his dancing he was and like, i loved that here's it, some new choreo guys yeah <laughs> like, like he yeah he changed the choreo <laughs> jimmy was like you changed it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah he was like well I, he was like i totally would have asked you to like participate if i knew you were gonna come and jimmy was like well if i hadn't had that drink the night before <laughs> like maybe i could have learned the choreo but i'm good yeah. like <laughs> like Truly, like, yeah. the, like he didn't even sing his own parts no. in Dynamite. He let Army sing it for him, and it was beautiful. I just, I really love that. I yeah. love that it was like, 
it was kind of this like wink to BTS and like he, the that's the other thing is like BTS was part of his was part of the show through yeah like, like when he did Cipher mm-hmm. he showed he had like pictures of them, yeah um, playing on the the screen behind him and like he was consistently like he mentioned them multiple times mm-hmm. he talked about Army like it, it was just you could tell like it was all part of of his journey right you know and yeah like the fact that he used the biggest group in the world's biggest hit single <laughs> as a dance break yeah i just and just like, trusted that the audience would know every word yeah. like so good i just also love that he used the tropical remix because that's truly the most random one right. for me. <laughs> It was just, it was a stroke of genius, truly. Really, yeah, truly. Ugh, yeah, and the second half was really, I felt like this, like if the, the first half was kind of more like, um, well, it was that more with a question mark, yeah. right? Like it was like, okay, what am I doing? What do I want? Like when he performed What If? Like yeah. that one was like very, very powerful where he's like, what if I didn't have hope? Like what if I didn't have passion? Like it, the the first part was definitely that questioning. Yeah. And the second part was more of that statement it where was, he was like, yeah, no, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And this is why you should support me in that. Yeah. Because look how awesome I am. Yeah. And because, yeah, he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, the vibe of the first half is so, like, my kind of, my style, mm-hmm. like, the rock vibe of it all. Like, I, that's my kind of music style, but the second half just stands out so much for me. Yeah. So, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the Daydream performance. Uh, the Daydream performance was beautiful, and the fact that he, like, his face, when ARMY sang back to him... Wild and free. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was just like, I feel like he forgot he was part of the biggest group in the <laughs> world. He's like, you know this song? Yeah. It's like, yeah, we know this song, bro. Like, I don't know. That song is just so much fun for me. Yeah. Like, that was one of the moments, I think, where it became obvious. Like, this is his first, like, this is his first time doing this. Yes. You know, like, this, even though he's performed... As part of the biggest band in the world. He's never performed his Hope World stuff no. live. Like, this is his first time being on stage alone for this long. Yeah. And performing this music. And it's such a huge risk for him because it's it's not just for ARMY. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... There's a lot of pressure on him to yeah. do well. And I felt like in that moment specifically, it was just like... It was almost like awe and relief on his face you know like this it was this crazy mixture of just emotions where he was like it was like he took a breath where he was like oh my god this is happening yeah this was a moment I think that it like it took him out of the performance for a second where he was like oh my god yeah like I'm performing it (laughs) like this is happening to me loving it (laughs) yeah yeah like this moment is actually happening to me right now and and then it was just like this explosion of joy yeah. afterwards and yeah it was just and it was another one of those songs where he was standing still for a yes. lot of it but he his energy was just still so so high mm-hmm. yeah like it it was just yeah that was definitely i think for me too a standout moment mm-hmm. um in the second half i also really love that he called back and did just dance yes yes 
uh, outro ego when that when <gasps> that the beginning of that started i was like <laughs> it's time to progress to something <laughs> bit more difficult when that happened i was like no i was like it's happening <laughs> like that song was made for festivals yes like and, and that's the thing is like j-hope was made for festivals he really was it's it's so wild to think like his energy and just his his essence is so made for festivals like yes. there's not a lot of artists that just it seems so natural for them mm-hmm. to be in this uh environment yeah yeah absolutely like there are certain artists who are able to kind of play the festival circuit and then also do like the large large concerts and stuff like that but those are few and far between yeah most of the time you have ones who kind of excel at one or the other but not necessarily both and we've seen now with j-hope of course they can do the stadium and arena tours as bts because they're bts yeah (laughs) like there are seven of them and they can kind of carry that weight equally um, and while I think, I think there are certain members of BTS who could probably also excel in a festival setting, I think J-Hope is probably the most, it makes the most sense for him to be in that kind of yeah. environment. Like, that's just the type of energy he brings, even in an arena or stadium show. Yeah. And um, when you have him on stage by himself... And he's able to channel all of that energy mm-hmm. towards the audience and get that energy back in return. Like, it, it just makes so much sense to have him in that type of environment. Like, yeah. I just think he really blossomed. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I watched some of the other performances for Lollapalooza, and there are some some people who just aren't good at festivals. No, and it's, it's hard. And I it's mean, fine. are hard. Yeah. But, but, oh, he was one of... Like, I just, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but he just, he was made for it. Like, Well, I think part of it with festivals, like we talked about, is that there's this ebb and flow, yeah. right? So you have people who kind of wander up and want to check out and see what this person's doing at the stage, and then they kind of leave. Yeah. And it felt like once people stumbled upon J-Hope... They did not leave. They did not leave. Yeah. He kept them captivated. And that's the difference. Like, yeah. if a person can do that at a festival, then they are made mm-hmm. for a festival. Like, yeah. And literally, like, watching it on Hulu, mm-hmm. there was a point where they were changing the set, and I didn't register that that's why the people were on the stage. <laughs> yeah. I Like, in my brain, I was like, that's just part of the show. <laughs> yeah. They're there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Because, because I was so focused on what J-Hope was yes. doing. So yes. it was like, these background people, they're... They're part of the show, basically. Yeah. Like, they're not... It's not that they're doing a job. <laughs> yes. Well, I love, too, that in the second half, J-Hope brought out dancers. Yes. He brought out... He brought out... It was the same dancers they did for Permission to Dance, right? Yes. It was the same group. It was from yeah. In the Lab. So, Sienna... Um, oh, my gosh. I'm totally blanking on her last name. But we love you, Sienna. Um, Sienna is the, she was the choreographer for On. Yeah. Um, and it's her team, basically. Nice. Like her group okay. who, who performed. And she was there and she looked amazing. She did. Her in that blonde wig. Like, I don't think it was, I don't think it was a wig. I think she dyed her hair blonde. Ooh. And I was like, get it, girl. I don't know. But also her outfit was very sexy. Yeah. I was like, I'm loving all of this. Um, all the bright colors. Oh, yeah. The different, like. Just so many different cultures, I think, represented on that stage. Mm-hmm. And which is, first of all, that's just, 
it's so moving to see that mm-hmm. uh, on a stage of that size um, at a festival of that caliber. Yeah. You know, like it's it's just really great to see that amount of diversity. Um, but I love that he brought dancers on. Yeah. For the second half and like really showcased kind of his his dancing, his dancing yeah. and just like just the pure joy that he, he brings. Was it just dance where he did his like a little freestyle? Yes. Amazing. I was like, how dare you? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why would you do this to us? Yeah. <laughs> why would you show us your amazing talent? I'm like, stop it. <laughs> stop being so good at what you do. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There was well, also the, the controversy where it looked like he um, slapped the girl. <laughs> it was Sienna, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was like, guys... <laughs> Don't get too caught up in this. Yeah. But also, I mean, same. Right? <laughs> like, this was all, like, it's all in good fun, y'all. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was just, that was one of the funniest things that came out of that whole thing. Can we talk about my absolute favorite part that I did not think was going to happen? Yes. Go for it. Guys, Becky G was there, and they performed Chicken Noodle Soup. I think, like, last time... Like, our last episode, mm-hmm. I talked about how amazing it would be if yes. he performed Chicken Noodle Soup. Um, and then he did. And it was amazing. It was everything I ever wanted. Yes. And the fact that Becky G. Becky G was there. And the fact that she trolled us. She did. She, oh. So, it's since come out that she had her sister send her a video from her house of J-Hope performing so that she could post it to her Instagram uh, so that everyone would assume that she was at home yeah. watching him when, like, less than two minutes later, she was on stage. True. Yeah. It was, like, literally, everyone did, like, little memes of, like, mm-hmm. her, like, pushing posts and then running on stage. <laughs> literally. And like, that's basically literally what happened. Literally. Like, oh, my God. It was... It was so good. It was incredible to see a song in three languages performed at Lollapalooza. Um, Yeah, it was getting to see them perform that song together was incredible because you can tell, like, just how much they love and respect each other. Like, their friendship is so precious. I know. She says that they still, like, talk and she called him in one interview. She called him like a walking little heart. Yes. And I'm like, that's exactly what he is. You were correct. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, their chemistry was amazing. Oh my gosh, yeah. And like, we of course got that sense from the video, like the music video for Chicken Noodle Soup. But like, getting to see them perform it live, having not been able to rehearse it together, yeah. like, and to see all of that come together so beautifully was amazing. It was like the perfect first per- live performance of Chicken Noodle Soup. That oh, could truly. Like, like, it all happened for a reason because they needed this moment. Yes, and to have Becky G on stage, too, yeah. was just really impactful. Like, I loved every second of yeah. just, like, seeing her there. And then the the little speech that she gave. I know. J-Hope gave her, like, the stage for a minute. To... Yeah. And she was like, I'm so honored to be here, but also I'm just, like, so proud of my like yeah. my friend, my bro. Like, and I was like, <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> it Emotions. Was, it was like, oh, uh, it was just perfect. That was like, also like, it, it was a lot for my bisexuality. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I was in a crisis because the mm-hmm. they were both so hot. <laughs> I mean, yes, truly. Yeah. I mean, she's the same height as me, so seeing where she, like... Oh, you would know exactly where. Yeah. 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 That was a lot to take in. <laughs> Truly. Um, I would love for them to do another collab together. Oh, my gosh, yes. I would love that, too. I think... Like, seeing their energy together, it's like, I just want more of that. Mm-hmm. It's precious. Yes. Yeah. And you can tell, like I said, that they, they truly, like, love and respect each mm-hmm. other. And not only as people, but also as artists. Yeah. Like, you can tell that there's just a lot of it's like, a lot of good vibes there. Yeah. It's, not like, not one of those, like, like oh, we're friends because we talked once kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, they are truly friends. It's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. That performance was amazing. And then, of course, he, he closed the show with Future, which yes. is just, again... It's a perfect way to end. Like, so smart, narratively. Like, and again, like, ending the con- the concert with the, the declaration of, like, yeah, more. Mm, more. I'm going after more. And having that, that future be kind of, like, the penultimate mm-hmm. statement um, was just, was really powerful and impactful, I think. Where he's like, yeah, no, this is, I'm, I am where I'm meant to be. And yeah this is what I see and this is what I want and yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going like this is this is my future you guys are my future and it was yeah it's nice nice. to like yeah be told that Mm -hmm. from him because there's always like I know they've talked before about how like are they chasing fame or Mm -hmm. like are they doing what they love or are they just trying to like get famous and rich Mm -hmm. and stuff um so it's kind of confirmation that this is what they want to do this is what they love and J-Hope just confirmed it for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Just, like, reiterating that passion and just being like, this is, like, this is what brings me joy. Mm -hmm. And, yes, it's it's hard, but it's worth it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I love, we didn't really talk about arson, um, but arson is the last, the last song on the album. Yeah. And um, he performed it in the first half of the of the show, but that song too is just so intense because it, that's the like the whole question, right? That he like the questioning that he has in the beginning of Jack in the Box. At, at the end of it, he's like, "Do I want this? Like, do I want to burn? Do yeah. I want to? Do I want to go out and like a blaze of glory?" And he's like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, let's do this. Um, but it was, like, such a hopeful... Hopeful. Yeah. Hopeful. <laughs> like, it's a hope, hopeful, l- hope-filled way to, like, end... He's living up to his name. <laughs> yes, like, just the way to end in the concert. And it was just such a celebration of him and his talent mm-hmm. and, like, his own story. So I'm, I'm really excited and proud. And I can't wait to see what else he does. I know. I'm excited. It seems like a lot of the stuff, a lot of his promo stuff has stopped now. Um, I know he did, like, a couple of talk shows and um, some additional interviews. But it seems like 
the Jack in the Box promo stuff is starting to wind down since they're going to be doing the concert in yeah. October. Focusing on some OT7 stuff. Mm-hmm. And then... And then... <laughs> after 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 the amazingness of Hobie Palooza and the fact that like none we could, none of us could talk about anything else for the rest of yeah. like any time like we were just we're like, still talking about, yeah, yeah we were like so hyped up about it but literally like less than a week later bad decisions dropped bad decisions <laughs> oh my god Snoop Snoop spoiled this. So long ago. Like, literally, from what it sounds like, literally right after. <laughs> yes. Right after they did it. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I already did this. And then they were all like, did did we? Did we do this? Like, no. Shh. Secret. <laughs> of course Snoop would not. Snoop doesn't care. No. He went in there for that paycheck. He got that paycheck. And he was like, peace, y'all. He Snoop Dogg does what Snoop Dogg wants. And I love that for him. Love that for him. I also, like, so since it was just with Benny and the vocal line, it makes mm-hmm. so much more sense when he was doing his, like, interviews right after he broke that news. Yeah. Um, where he was talking about how it was, like, five guys, basically. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, oh, he doesn't even know how many people are in BTS. And it's like, no, it's because he was with the vocal line and Benny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like there was five. Yeah, there was uh, five other people in, in yeah. the mix. Like, Yeah. I love that they decided to do just the vocal line. Yeah. Um, because while it would be amazing to get, like, a rap line or an OT7 with Snoop, too, eventually, like, I feel like this was a really great, a really great way to, like, initially connect them. Mm-hmm. And also the song is just a bop. It is such a bop. I love that the, the vocal line were the ones who suggested Snoop Dogg. It was per and he's perfect. He's perfect. It was like listen, it's everything. I love everything about that. It's like it, it's perfect, truly. Like yeah. I and it it, it works so well yeah. like the pairing. Um I'm just really glad that Snoop was like in like he was like super into it. Yeah. Well, apparently like his son is army. Really? I think so. That I, makes me really happy too. Either that or I'm starting Another rumor. So <laughs> <laughs> what we do here at BTS. Yeah. <laughs> we start rumors. Um, well, we don't like Benny is for sure army, bro. Benny, he bleeds purple. Like <laughs> yeah, like he's like super into it. Okay, I love that the music video didn't feature BTS at all. Yeah, but BTS was present throughout. Yeah, because it was like the okay. Wait. Okay. <laughs> We have to start, before we even get to the music video and the song, we have to talk about the rollout. Oh my god, the rollout was <laughs> genius. Like, here's it was, the, it was unhinged, it, and was it was amazing. so unhinged, and it was just, oh, so, like, I could not think of a better rollout for this song. It was truly, like, it was the type of... <laughs> the type of humor that BTS loves. Yes. Um, that ARMY, I feel like also enjoys but it's also like very it was very different from any other rollout that we've yes. experienced so some people were like i don't get it yeah um, it took a, it took army a minute some army a minute mm-hmm. to uh understand the joke that was happening yes <laughs> yeah like to truly appreciate it um, i loved the 
trailers of just like the classic is like movie trailer like summer blockbuster yes. movie trailer voice yeah he's like coming soon to a theater near you yes exactly so the trailers were like they were a taste and like i got the joke immediately and i was like oh i love this, this yes is at, this is just my sense of humor like yes perfect and then <laughs> the day before <laughs> In the lead up to the drop, he hid a USB in the forest, in the forest. <laughs> and set up a, a Twitch stream <laughs> and challenged Army to find it. And apparently, like, we were so close. He just got, I feel like he just got impatient. Like, if yeah. he had given us just like another hour or two, we would have totally found it. Yeah. But that was one of the funniest things to see unfold on Twitter because it was like, there were legitimately people who were like, well, based on where the sun and the shadows are in this particular and shot, like the at leaves the... are moving this way. <laughs> yes. And and if we look at the overlay of the weather on this map, I up, think, and I'm like, oh my God. I think here are the exact coordinates. And Someone then... even consulted a psychic. I know. <laughs> they were people named a lizard. <laughs> yes, who was who was appearing? Anyway, so Army has like an adopted lizard now, and <laughs> I hope he's doing well. Um, but then finally, Benny was like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna like go and get it. You can meet me here, and we'll party." And then that's what happened. <laughs> yes, and then the cops broke it. <laughs> The fact that, like, 40 army, including our friends... Yes! Our friends Allison and Luna went to the party with and Benny. And I love that. Me too. I'm like, guys, we need your, like, first-hand accounts yes. of how this happened, what went down, what were your experiences. We need to know absolutely everything. Give it give it to us, please. But, yeah. And then it was broken up by the cops. Yes! <laughs> but I love how everyone was joking where it was basically like, yeah, the cops just came to check on us, but then they left with a bunch of freebies, so it's fine. <laughs> we gave them a Hobie bracelet. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. It was... It was beautiful. Like, I was like, this this is exactly what I want to happen that I didn't know I wanted it to happen. Yeah. I mean, it was truly, like... And Benny, like, partied with him. He yeah. took selfies and everything with him. It was great. And, like, you can tell Benny genuinely um, admires BTS. Yeah. Like, he's a, he's a genuine fan because every interview that he has done, he's been like, no, they're the best band. Like, I'm not acting. Yeah. In the music video. In which, and, like, the music, the music, the music video. The music video. It's basically, I loved all of the memes going around with the audio from Euphoria. Yes. Like, wait, is this effing play about us? <laughs> yep, it is. Yes, it is. It is. Because, um, like, the whole premise is him, like, getting ready to go to a BTS concert early. Yeah. Um, like, for, trying to get there, like, four hours early. And he's actually, like... A full day and some change early. What I love is that it starts with, like, this much time until a BTS concert. This much time until... Yes. And then it's, like, 15 minutes until a BTS concert. And then you find out that he's there four hours early. Yes. And we're like, yes, okay, that is... Yes. I think that's how early we got to the yes. stadium. Yes. So... A hundred percent. And it's like, actually, no, you're 28 hours early yeah. because it's the next day. But, like, his whole... um like, 
his whole process for getting ready where he's like listening to BTS music. Practicing his dance moves. Yes. His mom did his Throw- hair. Yeah, <laughs> throwing some finger hearts. He's got Jimin's look from Dynamite. <laughs> like, it was just, he baked a cake. I don't know. It was, it was really, really funny to watch. Yes. It was just exactly, like, everything about Bad Decisions was exactly what I needed it to be. Especially because, like, if you question why they did something, it's like, oh, is that a bad decision? (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it's on brand. Yep, exactly. Like, there's really no wrong way to do this Exactly. Um, But yeah, like, every interview I've seen that Benny has done since the song has dropped, he's, like, been so effusive in his praise for bts and army and army yeah Yeah. like he's just been like no they're amazing like i went to their concert and i saw how incredibly diverse army is Mm -hmm. and how welcoming and then just also like the the full bts concert experience like how incredible that is he was like and i was like i have to work with them i have to work with them and um yeah it's so it's just been really great to see a collaborator be like that passionate i Mm -hmm. think about the group um, and that's supportive just like as a fan. And it's like, oh, it's a perk that I got to work with some of them. Yeah. But like, I'm genuinely a fan. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like Benny approached them about the collab. Benny, they were <laughs> apparently like Hive was just like, all right, you plan it. We'll get them to record. Like, yes. that's it. So, yeah. I love it. And I love too that Jimin went. So after Jimin was in Chicago mm-hmm. for Hobie Palooza, he flew out to L.A., and he met up with Benny. I know. And then and Benny did a a TikTok about it. It's like if you put your phone up to the sky <laughs> while playing bad decisions, Jimin will appear. I just I think that was so cute. It I was. love that they got to like meet up and and hang out a little bit. And I think Jimin was actually in the studio. Yeah. Maybe? Jimin was he was posting some pics with uh, some producers and such. So So I don't know, man. I mean in one of the most recent lives, RM has said that he's nearly finished with his mm-hmm, solo mm-hmm. album. We know that Sugar is constantly working. I on know stuff. Sugar. Sugar could have dropped an album two years ago. <laughs> we could probably get like full length albums from him every year, honestly, oh, yeah. just based on how prolific he is. Um, but we also have like. They, they mentioned JK, I think, in the Festa dinner, and, like, yeah. this was pretty... It sounded like... So it sounded like, in the Festa dinner, it sounded like Suga and JK were closest to being finished, mm-hmm. and then RM recently said that he's... Pretty much done. Pretty much done with his... I think I think with him, he just needs to, like, film stuff now. Yeah, I, f- I feel like his is more, like, f- figuring out the like promotional concepts right. kind of thing um the extras mm-hmm. which is again like it's so interesting it'll be so interesting to see how each one of them rolls out mm-hmm. their solo, al- solo album because what's been incredible about this is like they've had total control over it yeah so like big hit basically was like whatever you want to do we're gonna do mm-hmm. like you get to decide so the fact that j-hope was like well i want to do a listening party and i want to do this like hour-long v live yeah and I where wanna... i break everything down mm-hmm. and like he, where he played such a, a pivotal role in every single aspect of it it'll be i'll be interested to see how the other members 
roll their music out. Yeah, and I think it's, like, such a good sign for the other members and their um, their projects because J-Hopes was so successful. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's it'll give Hybe confidence that the other rollouts will be just exist just as successful. I agree. And I think too it'll give them it will also give them confidence in allowing the members to to select their like preferred yeah. method. Because as as was became very clear like at the listening party, like Jen is not going to be doing a listening no. party. That <laughs> poor boy was in the corner the whole time. He left early. <laughs> He's such an introvert. He like took two pictures and was like great songs. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> like I'm going to go read my webtoons. Yeah. Um JK, he stayed, but he was like by himself he, on the stage. He was just like he got he got toasted. He got buzzed and then he danced around a little bit. But and then, then he just, he just like, laid down on the stage. And just like disassociated for a bit. And I was you like, same. I was going to say, he did exactly what you do when you drink vodka. So. Literally. I was like, <laughs> yes. That, it was like the moment where, like I saw, I saw the minute that JK's like social battery completely drained. <laughs> and I was like, that is what happens That's to it. me. Yep. Because like, if I have to be an extrovert, I will. I'm like... I feel like I'm like J-Hope in that way because in the last MBTI thing that they did, he he was an INFJ, which is what I am. But I think it's more of like he too is more of an ambivert. So Mm -hmm. like I can be extroverted when I need to be, but I'm more of an introvert in general. Yeah. And so there's a moment when my social battery dies and then I'm just like, and then I'm just like sitting by myself zoned out <laughs> like yep. I'm just not there anymore and I'm like I feel like JK's whole vibe at that party perfectly encapsulated what what it looks like when your social battery dies yeah where you're just like I'm done now I danced I danced to the Meg I Tan <laughs> I did the 3J choreography and now I'm done <laughs> like, yeah I, but like it seemed like the rest of them really had a great time mm-hmm. and I'm just I'm really curious to see what they decide to do yeah. I'm just so curious to see how they do the different rollouts. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. I know. It's, it's just such an exciting time to be ARMY. I like, know. Because it's like, who knows what's going to happen next? We don't know whose album's coming out next. The only thing we know that's coming up next is the the concert. Yeah, in October. And, like, we there are other things that are kind of, like, scheduled. Like, we have um, a Run BTS episode that's dropping yeah. next week. Yeah. Which is really exciting. Um, it looks like it's going to be hilarious, but of course, Run BTS always it's is. All, yeah, um, that's a guarantee. Absolutely, but like, there's so much stuff to look forward to in terms of like OT Seven, but also like, there's just so much content just dropping yeah. generally. Like, yeah, I can't. It's a lot. It's a lot. And but now I'm out of school, so yeah. So you can catch up. I don't have excuse why I'm like behind on the vlogs <laughs> or anything, except that I've just been watching Thai BLs. I mean, <laughs> it's <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to kind of jump back in and get caught up with everything. And mm-hmm. I have some ideas for like upcoming episodes that maybe we can do, like certain deep dives into certain things mm-hmm. and. Um, I really still want to talk about like fandom and fandom spaces, and so I'm I'm excited to now have the capacity to yeah to do that. It'll you be still nice. have to do your K-pop episode. Yes, I want to do my like origins of K-pop. Yeah, 
episode, break that down. Um, so I'm I'm excited. I feel like we've got that we are never going to run out of stuff. We're to talk never about. like we guys. This is only what we have talked about today is only half of what was on our outline. <laughs> yes, we purposely we sat down and we were like, okay, we can't do all of this in one night. Like yeah. we're gonna have to divvy this out and return to some topics next, like the next time we record. Yeah. Um, because so much stuff dropped in the last four weeks. Yeah. Like, it was just... It was a lot. It was intense trying to keep up with all of it. And truly, like, Jack the Box and Hobie Palooza deserved its own real, like... Yeah. Its own, like, episode. Because they were just so incredible. Oh, I have a question. Yes. Before we end on Jack and Box, did you get... Um, did you buy the album? I did. And it's supposed to be shipping soon. Mine came in. It did? Oh, my gosh. Which one so- did you get? I got both. <laughs> of course. Go ahead. And it's so cute. And since I pre-ordered, mm-hmm. I got, like, a little special hologram card. <gasps> Yay. And I originally was going <laughs> to... In my head, I bought two because I was like, I'll add one to my giveaway. Mm-hmm. Because, guys, I'm doing another giveaway for my army versary. Yes. Woo-woo. So I'm preparing for that. But then I got them. And you're going to keep them both. And I'm going to keep them both. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> I was like, I should have bought three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so I did, I pre-ordered mine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's shipped. It's in transit. Okay. But I have not received it yet. Um, but I'm really excited. I liked, so I know some people were a little bit miffed that there wasn't like a physical CD. But I actually like this format that. J-Hope chose to do because it like in all honesty like they he was able to select kind of the method by which he wanted his music to be yeah presented and be shared and I think the way that he did it fits really well with with what he wants to do like Mm -hmm. I liked I like that he made it this like little fun yeah like you still got you still get some things you still but like I mean but a lot of people don't People were complaining about having to buy CD players when Proof came out. Right, exactly. Like, Like, here's the thing. Okay. It's always like a double-edged sword. Like, I... Most people only buy the albums for the photo cards. mm -hmm. That's that's just the truth of the matter. True. I enjoy buying the albums so that I can have... I can have it physically for when the grid goes down. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 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 Very true. Yeah. Um, You're planning ahead. Yeah. So when eventually the world ends, I can still listen to to BTS BTS in my car as I, you know, escape the zombie apocalypse or whatever. I love that. I love that (laughs) idea. See, I'm slowly accumulating. I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like. So like the only negative for me with this is that I have to now burn my own CD (laughs) because I bought a CD burner. Did you? I did. Okay. Good to know. Well, I mean, it's like a CD-ROM drive thing for my laptop because my laptop obviously didn't come with one. No, of course not. Um, So I can just make my own Jack in the Box CD. I love that. Yeah. Get creative, guys. Yeah, clearly... Clearly, some of these people were not around. They were not around in, like, the early aughts of mixed CDs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... Rachel used to, like, 
make artwork on her mixes that she gave me. Yeah, that's true. Like, I was, like, super into, like, if we were friends, I would make you a mix CD. You made me, like, six. I know. And then I would, like, decorate them. And they'd have, like, fun little names. And they were always beautiful. Thank you. I've since, like, so my Spotify, Mm -hmm. I've since recreated some of those playlists Mm -hmm. on my Spotify account. But it's just not the same, you know? Like, I can't. There was one CD that I made after we watched Pushing Daisies. Yes, I remember. And it was, like, the homeopathic mood enhancement yep, yep. pie. And, like, so I, I, I have it somewhere probably um, with the playlist. So I could probably figure it out. But, like, I actually drew a pie. It looked like a pie. Yeah. The top of a pie, guys. You gave me a copy and you drew a pie on I it. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. So you can always have fun with it. And, I mean, like... I don't know. It's an ex- another excuse to buy the album. Yes. Like I bought, like I bought it on iTunes. Mm-hmm. So now I have it, and I can burn it onto a CD. Yes. So then I have the CD for when the grid goes down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always thinking ahead. Yeah, yeah. But now I also have this cute, these cute, fun, like little display things. Yes. Because they are very cute. Yeah, I mean, it's J Hope. Of yeah. course, they're cute. But yeah, I had to buy one of both. Okay. One of each. One of each, yeah. It's like blue and pink, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. I can't remember, I can't remember if I got one or two. I'd have to, I think I just got one, but I'm not sure which one I got. Did you buy the Bad Decisions CD? I did not. I missed that. um, That was, honestly, all of that came in like the midst of like finals and all of that like i i missed a lot of the honestly i think it still might be available on benny's website he's okay. been he's been definitely so i don't think the cassette is available anymore okay but i know he's been trying to keep up the stock okay okay for the cd but i can only hope my dream i don't think this will happen but my dream will be that it comes with a photo card and I get Snoop. Yes! I was just going to say, like, if there's a Snoop photo card, I'm a thousand percent buying yes. it. Like, if there's an, if there's a chance, that will be the, that will be the photo card that yeah. I end up trying to collect. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would be the like, the elusive Snoop Dogg photo card. The elusive Snoop Dogg photo card. Like, all the rest of them, I'm like, oh, these are fun. Like, I yeah. love these, but, like, I'm not a collector. That's the one I would display. Yeah. Like, I would be like, nope, this is. I'm going to pay money to have this particular photo card. I would also, you know, enjoy a Benny one. (gasps) Benny would be fun, too. Yeah. In his gym and outfit. Yes. With his uh, fake tattoo. Yes. Guys, his fake tattoo. People thought it was real. Legit, yeah. A lot of people thought it was real. And I was like, how, why? Why would you think this, this man... He okay. I will say the way he did it, like the way he unrolled, like unrolled or revealed it or yeah. whatever, was really really funny. Like, it was. It, it could very well like I could see where people who didn't have any like real experience with tattoos yeah. would be like, oh, did he actually did get that on his face? Yeah. But yeah, it was. I mean, it was very. It was a well done temporary tattoo, but it was a temp tattoo. And I mean, he put he put blush underneath yeah, like, it to make like, it right. Like he. He did he it. He played into it. Yes. Yes. He really did. I was very proud. So he's just, he's a fun guy. <laughs> I, yeah. I hope that there are more collabs just for the pure chaos that comes oh, with. Oh, his chaos. Like it was, oh, it was just my brand of chaos. Like it was just everything I love. I was just like, 
he's one of those guys who's like, you never know what my next step is. No. <laughs> no. So. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of stuff to look forward to. Yes. Next time we are talking about the vlogs. Yes. I think we will have all of them we by will, that time. Yes. And I think I'll have enough time to catch up with them. Okay. As well as watching my BLs. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then we'll also just kind of touch base on everything else that's been going yeah. on with, like, the World Expo and anything else that kind of drops. I mean, we There's record again in two weeks. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean. We'll definitely be talking about Run BTS. Yes, r the return of Run BTS. There's probably more from Jack in the Box and mm -hmm. maybe even Hopi Palooza that we can, or some things related to it that we can kind of delve yeah. into a little bit more. Um there's just been there's been so much, guys. Yeah, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see see how this goes and where it goes, yeah. and to see what the next steps are. Especially now that I am done with school. Yeah. Now this is what you can focus on, Rachel. Now this can be my full time focus. Yes. <laughs> Except when I'm at my job. And uh, let's be real. Let's be real. It'll still be my focus, even when I'm at my yeah. job. <laughs> Catch me at my desk watching Hopi Palooza. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Trying to get everybody else there to watch it, too. <laughs> oh, man. Well, until next time, I'm Rachel. And I'm Allison. And this has been BTS Sesh. Thank you for listening to BTS Sesh. BTS Sesh is hosted and produced by Allison and Rachel and edited by Rachel. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at BTS Sesh. That's B-T-S-S-E-S-H. -S -S please come find us in Fangirl. We love making new friends.